0: Hello, hello. This is the Critcast, the casual movie review podcast, and I'm Ross. We here at the Critcast like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. But today, today we're faced with another movie that pushes that philosophy to its limits. It's usually easy to discern When a movie is no longer art, and that's okay. But what happens when a movie stops being entertaining? Worse yet, what happens when a movie is so poorly constructed and delivered that you can't even imagine it being good business? Well, a movie like that is usually called a Transformers movie. And today we saw the fifth one, titled Transformers The Last Night. In Transformers The Last Night, Marky Mark teams up with a bunch of ugly CGI monstrosities to save the world, and explosions happen... Why am I even trying? The Transformers movies are so nonsensical, and so pointlessly pointless, that I can't even write a good sarcastic plot synopsis of them. And the studios know this. So they and Michael Bay don't even try. They just film a series of somewhat related events with explosions and robots and hastily edit it all together and then sprinkle cringeworthy penis jokes on top for good measure. Then they sloth this disgusting slop into the feeding troughs for the popcorn munching simple minded pigs we call general audiences where they squeal and clap as they choke it all down like the predictable little Piggies that they are. An explosion happened. Squee! A robot turned into his car. Squeal! Oink! 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 another explosion happened! Have my grease stained money! I'm not I'm not. I'm sorry about all that, but I couldn't let it slide that there were people at my showing who were genuinely clapping and applauding this crap. I understand the children sitting in the same row as me getting hyped. They're children. They got that excuse, but the grown woman who was whooping and cheering and clapping whenever a random explosion happened or when a robot said something? What excuse do you have, lady? I'd hate to go see a real movie with you because you'd literally shit a hole through your seat the first time you experience a moment that's actually earned or experience an action scene with any kind of weight or stakes. Before I went to see Transformers 5, I thought I had made my peace with Michael Bay and the Transformers franchise. After Dark of the Moon opened my eyes to the pure darkness that lay at the heart of cynical blockbuster movie making, I swore off of Transformers movies. I wasn't above dumb action movies, but I was definitely above the kind of filth that were the Transformers movies. For a while, I too was the kind of person who was upset that they kept making these movies and that people kept going to see them in herds of mindless candy-eating animals. But eventually, I just grew tired of that hate and let it go. If people wanted to see something that they thought was entertaining, then I couldn't really hate them for that. As for Michael Bay, the man has genuine prowess as an action director who can handle big, big crews and big, big set pieces. Plus. I started to see that part of my problem was that the Transformers franchise wasn't the best showcase for his skills or his particular, I hate to call it this, but his particular art style, as it may be. So I went into Transformers the last night knowing that I probably wouldn't like it, but I would try and see why people were still willing to pay money to see these movies. Of course, I was also ignoring the fact that China is very much to blame because they can't get enough of our garbage. But as I sat and watched a movie that was paced as if there was no first or second act, that couldn't slow down for even 30 seconds, that had two pathetic attempts at a strong female character, that couldn't even have one scene without a car chase or explosion, that couldn't even maintain a consistent aspect ratio, and yet continuously asked for me to care about anything that was happening on screen, I found that hate welling up again. Hate for these movies, hate for Michael Bay, and hate for my fellow man who still pays to be treated like a dumb child who likes shiny keys. But now, as I write this review, the hate has abated. Now I'm simply bewildered and disappointed. For the life of me, I could not understand how anyone could find interest or engagement in a movie that doesn't Give a shit, and not in the fun way. Characters go places and do things just to have excuses for explosions and action set pieces. Not for plot, and definitely not for story. When people think of the word pretentious, they usually think of some highfalutin indie movie or some art film from a liberal arts college. When I think of the word pretentious, I think about the Transformers movies having the pretense of a story about honor and family or having the pretense of characters with narrative arcs and emotional weight. That is pretentious. The story is non-existent and the plot is barely a skeleton to do stupid action. The characters don't change or learn or are challenged or make any kind of decision or anything. They just go from set piece A to set piece B shooting and exploding and yelling and running and pretending that there's giant robots stomping around. Occasionally, they'll pay lip service to some heroic nonsense, but mostly they'll stop the movie to have a prolonged dick joke or laugh at how it's so funny that a woman doesn't want a man. Oh yeah, apparently... Someone at the studio had suddenly heard that some of the people seeing movies nowadays weren't white males aged 18 to 34. So they definitely had to get in on that shit. But they also either didn't know what they were doing or thought so poorly of non-white, non-teenage, non-males because their attempts at including a strong female character are laughable and pathetic. You know that Spanish girl from the commercials? Yeah, she's the movie's first attempt at a female character who isn't there to be ogled by Michael Bay and the main hero man. And that's mostly because she's 14. She can fix stuff, doesn't have a family, and occasionally says stuff in Spanish. That's her entire character. She's also missing from the middle 80% of the movie because the movie didn't care about a female that Marky Mark couldn't fuck as a reward for being hero man. So she's replaced by a sexy British woman who is more or less a walking plot device that can save the world. And that is supposed to be her claim to being a strong female character. But she isn't. She doesn't make any decisions. And her presence is just there to make another plot device work. And she still fawns over Marky Mark and still wears tight dresses and push-up bras wherever she goes. Practically all the characters in this movie, and there are a lot of them, are either pointless or useless. If a character isn't Marky Mark the Hero Man or a CGI robot, then they have one of two purposes. They are either exposition dumps, or they're excuses to have more mind-numbing action. The lone exceptions are Anthony Hopkins and a human-sized robot butler named Cogman. These two are Utterly insane and completely out of touch with the movie, but they are the kind of characters that should be in this kind of movie. Hopkins delivers his motor mouth insanity with such genuine honesty and craziness that you can't help but be endeared by this crazy old man. And Cogman is the latest entry into this trend of sassy son of a bitch robots with sociopathic tendencies. He's a Delicious combination of Roberto from Futurama and HK-47 from Knights of the Old Republic. I want a movie where all the characters are as insane, unhinged, and psychopathic as those two. At least then I'll like the characters instead of being asked to care about them. So if the characters and story weren't engaging in the slightest, what is there left to enjoy? The action scenes? I guess... I don't know how you could take any enjoyment in them because every scene is paced and shot in the exact same way. So even non-action scenes feel like action scenes right down to the pointless explosions. Not to mention the fact that the action set pieces with Transformers are just incomprehensible CGI jumbles with no weight and barely any relation to the world around them. The set pieces that aren't about Transformers It's just another excuse for Michael Bay to fawn over military men and their military guns shooting things militarily. Sure, I suppose you could say that there are stakes because the world is going to end, but that's the stakes of every other action blockbuster and has been the plot of all the other Transformers movies. So what? I'm supposed to care for the fifth time? Oh, I almost forgot. This is a Transformers movie. I'm not supposed to care! I'm supposed to shut off my brain, shove popcorn into my fat face, and slap my meaty flippers together whenever an explosion or a boob is on screen. I think this movie's commitment to not giving a shit about you or anything else beyond its ability to extract money out of you is best illustrated by its ending. Or rather, its lack of an ending. Transformers The Last Night doesn't end. It just stops. When the final pointless, dull, loud, and meaningless action set piece ends, the movie ends. That's it. We learn nothing else about the characters, or the world, or how things might get tied up in a satisfactory manner. Nope. The movie has no more explosions to give, and here's Optimus giving another goddamn speech now, get the fuck out of the theater, because we need it for the next harvest of stupid moviegoer money. Don't go see Transformers The Last night. Don't give them your money. I know it won't matter, because you will, and so will your dumb neighbors, and then all the Chinese will see it, and we'll be stuck with it. Death, taxes, and Transformers movies. When the last human being is dying in the desert and the sun is about to fade, there will be one more Transformers movie looking to get their money. That is the world we live in. I'm Ross. You can find the CritCast on SoundCloud and iTunes. Y'all try and have a good day now.